The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after the show after the after show, show. Oh it's the after God, show the show after the show and today we're going to go back in time we're going to go back a month ago and oh, so uh, barry's not going to remember what happened? Yeah, we're going into 2022 and just remembering the biggest news in the cigar industry that happened last year as I prepare for um, my thoughts for um, what is going to happen in the future. Conspiracy I, theory yes, episode? Yes, when I get the crystal ball out. So part of that is looking into the past to figure out what the future was going to be. For the folks on MeWe, Easter egg. There we go. Uh, so there's been a, uh, a, a few breakups in the cigar industry this year. And one is... Um, I got divorced before that. That was finalized. Yeah, the year prior. before? Yeah. Uh, Tim Osinger, formerly of CAO, jumps back into the industry, um, but hits a big bump as Crown Heads and Luciano break ties, and including Tabacalera Pachado, which was the factory that was making all three cigars for those people. No idea what happened. Um, but that was a major setback for three companies as far as I'm concerned. Why do you think he jumped back in, number one? Number two? I was told that he always funded it, that he was always uh, funding the money crown head. He was the money man behind them. Like, how did they get started to begin with? A couple of workers that um, worked for CAO. He sells the company off. The next thing you know, two workers get together and start a company. It costs a lot of money to start that company up. Uh, he was re- he was seriously overpaying them, or he funded it. So I don't know if what it was, but um, here Tim comes out with his cigar this year, and immediately um, it's off the market because they don't have a manufacturer. Now, could you <clears throat> secretly and quietly fund another business? Yeah, and not be involved with your personality? Could I? No, probably not. You I buy. I, I do. Not. I buy stocks in companies, right? I buy right. stocks. That's yeah. not the same thing. It is the I'm same talking, exact thing. I'm talking funding something, and then nobody knows that you're part of it. No way. Yeah. You couldn't do it. I could. I could. Uh, and aren't there cigars that going to be made by EPC? Are they going to be in the future? They that's, had cigars. That, that's in what the I past. heard. And really? they're, they're moving their production to EPC. Really? Mm-hmm. Solid play. Yep. Absolutely. Well, they did work with him before. Uh, at the beginning, that's how the whole thing started out. So maybe that was actually Tim saying, okay, this will be the factory. Then they switch it off. When they switch it off, it starts falling apart. And Tim says, oh, I better come in. You guys are off the rails. You're dealing with this other company. He don't like it. Who knows? But he did He did launch the cigar with them, which is like scratch my head. I don't understand what happened. I don't know if we'll ever get to the real story of this. This will be um, folklore later on of 
what ended up happening. But we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see who pops out and, and survives through it and who goes down. Maybe they all make it through, hopefully. We'll see. Uh, Rick Rodriguez leaves General Cigar and announces his retirement. And basically, two days later, he announces he just started up a cigar company with an employee from that company, uh, C- CEO, CFO, C- Chief C- Financial Officer. Okay. I think. Yep. Um, Pretty remarkable, remarkable to be able to get cigars made in two days. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and then they launched the cigar brand. So that was amazing, too. Top two stories both have ties to CEA. That's right. That's right. Uh, Laura breaks up with Miami Cigar. Long time coming. Really? Yeah. Boy, uh, to me, it was like all those years, you, you, you know, even if you, you got the wife that you, you're not happy with, you just stay because you're both old at this point. But no. They, yeah, I mean, part of that, it's cheaper to keep her. Part of the problem is the. They had issues with the brand being discounted in places, and who did La Aurora? Yeah, and, and at the same time they and, go direct to consumer, right? Them. And then they were losing the footprint, and I don't know if they were blaming Miami Cigar for that, but now they're out on their own, but they still sell direct to consumer. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Hamlet Perez departs Rocky Patel Cigars. Does he get to take the front mark Hamlet named after him? <laughs> I don't believe so. No, probably not. Trademarked by Rocky. Owns his name. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you can go Hulk Hogan. You can go wrestle somewhere else, but you can't be Hulk Hogan anymore, right? You then, think you they, think the Hulkamaniacs would stand for that? They did. It was Hollywood Hogan, right? Yeah. He was Hollywood Hogan when he was a bad guy with the black beard of the terrible yeah, die job. Yeah, he did that because he want, he couldn't be Hulk Hogan He anymore. had to turn heel. He couldn't make the Hulkamaniacs it be disappointed. It was trademark. It was all That's trademark. bullshit. Follow the money, baby. Follow mm. the money. Uh, He'll always of, be Hulk Hogan. To you. Um, Liana Fuente departs a Toro Fuente cigars. Oof. Now, with a press announcement. With a press announcement. So it's one thing that the daughter says, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go bake cookies or whatever you're going to end up doing. Whatever the is that what is. it said in the uh, no, press no, release? No. <laughs> no. But to announce it says, all right, something's, something's up here. What? You know, why would you do that? Because I think it looks negative to the company, doesn't it? It certainly looks like a middle finger. Cigar family, you know, with a cigar family, and then somebody in the family leaves. Why? Yeah, you'd want to do that quietly. Yeah. Uh, That that was big news to me. I was was surprised. Uh, Davidoff store in Tampa is rebranded as Corona Cigar. Another big move. Another big move, and this is going to have a lot to do with my conspiracy theory uh, when I get to uh, what's what's up with Davidoff. What's up with Davidoff? It's really weird the way they've been acting the past couple of years. It is very strange. So I, I was here before. The you got to scratch your head at that one because there's a wall of Davidoff in his store. I mean, I, I granted, yes. it said it on the front, but... I mean, I thought we carried some stock. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to say, we're mad at you now, and you can't carry Davidoff anymore? They're the biggest account. Oh, without question. And, and especially if it's going the way I think it's going, then they're going to just leave well enough alone, mm-hmm. as they should. Uh, and what did they do to cause that? You've got to imagine um, they did something on the negative end to cause it. And that's a, re- that's a reaction from an action, wouldn't you think? Yeah. 
So I don't know. Again, I don't know these things, but I go back into history to try to guess what the future is going to be. A few things coming in. Marifel family gets into the cigar industry, creating an $86 Robusto. Uber luxury, right? And it's sold well online. <laughs> Listen, it was well, a- what's well? We bought X amount of boxes. We sold all. Say the number. How many boxes? We bought eight. Eight. T- box of ten. Eight. And we cigars. sold six in a day. And then we held two for the Dave's Ash Hole Pack for the Ash Holes. All right. Which seemed to be selling pretty well. Too. Yes. All right. Arnold Andre, German cigar powerhouse, comes to America for the first time in 205 years, uses United Cigar Distribution, and becomes a cigar of the year with the Montosa Maduro. Uh, here is a unknown. Listen, the last time an unknown came into this industry, it was um, um, Jay Cortez, European giant, mm-hmm. comes in. Jay Cortez, next thing you know, they buy Oliva cigars. Do you think that Arnold Andre has their eye on anybody in that way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? And before that, it was the people that bought General Cigar, um, Henry Winterman's. Mm-hmm. Who were they? They came in and bought CAO, and then um, they bought General Cigar. You know, people think General Cigar bought CAO. No, CAO <laughs> bought General Cigar, but Henry Winterman's owned it at the point at that at that right. time. Um, so that's how that went out. Um, Red Anchor returns to celebrate 250 years of the oldest cigar brand in history. Red Anchor, and uh, we have... Uh, oldest private label, right? Nope, oldest brand. Really? Yeah, it was the factory, and they called the brand uh, wow. 1772. So, um, And also, uh, Nelson Alfonso releases a cigar named after his family called Alfonso, becomes the Ashhole Cigar of the Year. Also, uh, Half Wheel. Half Wheel, mm-hmm. Matt Tobacco, Smoking mm-hmm. Tobacco. Um, Dojo. Dojo Premium Cigar of the Year. Um, Barry also gave it a 102 rating. 102 rating for I Barry. smoked it before everybody else thought it was cool. Right. And uh, Industrial Cigar, Cigar of the Year. It was a whole bunch of accolades. Happened to be smoking one right now on the after show. Um, the cigar, although looks mild, has plenty of strength and character. Does it now? It does. Does it? It's time for incredible feats of strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision, the strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I have with me the top 17 jobs that it takes strength and character to keep. And you're going to be surprised at this one. All right. Anesthesiologist. Mm, I don't know what that... Anesthesia. We can put you to sleep. Anesthesiologist. Yes. Okay. Now you understand? I do. Okay. I was thinking it had something to do with rocks or something, but no, I got it. (laughs) With an average salary of $406,000. Wow. The number of people with this job in the U.S. is only 31,000. If you've ever had surgery, you know that an anesthesiologist have a brief but crucial role to play. Outside of the medical field, people don't make a big deal of anesthesia, but the procedure is not without its risks. In the worst case scenario, it can be deadly. Oh, absolutely. Each procedure 
can be very stressful to the anesthesiologist, as even the smallest mistake can prove fatal. That's a lot of weight to carry on a daily basis. The good news is that the anesthesia deaths are pretty rare and anesthesiologists earn enough to compensate for their stress. Now, I had a fun fact about... Yeah, in insurance. (laughs) Every time I've been put under anesthesia, they say, all right, count backwards from 100. I make it into the 30s every time. Get out of here. Every time. And I think it's from being a DJ driving home at three o'clock in the morning and having to will your eyes to stay open so you don't fall asleep behind the wheel. I just am, I, I'm tough to put out. Wow. If you count down to zero, do you die? I don't know. I've never made it do. to zero. Yeah. But they always, they always come back in after the surgery and they're like, that was unbelievable. You made it into the 30s. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. All right, strength and character. A um, lot of things we're talking about. The big news that happened in 2022. Cameron Sickle sold to Two Guys Smoke Shop. So uh, bad, bad story of what happened. But you know that that'll go down historically. That a brand went out of business. A brand made in the Dominican Republic by an American company out of Massachusetts goes out of business because their logo was of a Russian hammer and sickle sign and that they had to uh lose everything basically they lost everything that's because people weren't educated enough to know the lack of the star yes meant had no ties to communism yeah well only when the star is there is it related to communism. yeah but in this case it had nothing to do with communism it actually had to do with the country of russia invading ukraine and everything russian had to go away like you're not hurting the people in russia it's not a russian thing it just had a russian symbol on it yeah, I bet you. But it wasn't a Russian symbol because it lacked the star. It was still a it's Russian not, symbol. Yeah, it's a Russian symbol. That's where it, it, where it was original, originated. Um, back in the day, you know, in the 30s or something, if you had anything with a He's Japanese. He's going to Google that and then yeah. prove himself wrong, and I then know. he won't say anything. Yep. <laughs> but if it a Japanese, if somebody had a Japanese symbol, uh, red, the red dot, right, mm-hmm. that oh, no, this would have to go away, and here we are all these years and, later, and yeah, nobody we cares. still have the Cohiba red Correct. dot. Correct. It's illegal now because it's owned by <laughs> Cuba, true. but it is there. Uh, NFT, LFD puts that on an NFT, a 6.5 by 42 ring gauge pitcher of a cigar that sells for an average of $88,000 a piece, and they sold them all. You got more than the picture, though. You got the rights to spend more money. And I think you got the humidor. Too. Oh, yeah, you got a humidor. But you got the rights to spend more money. Right. A lot more money. Yep. Way overpriced. The cigar you're going to buy is way overpriced. I haven't tried it, so I don't know. I mean, how many years would you have to smoke it before you kind of, you know, started getting it into the $10 range? I don't know, but <laughs> but again- Criswell, look, do look, the math. Looking at this, looking into the future, you're going to see more people that are going to do this because it was successful. Fuente and Padron reveal the legends at PCA. How's that cigar? I have no idea. I still think it's never going to come out. <laughs> it's coming out this year. It's coming out this year because Padron has- Special cigars coming out the following year. Mm. You uh, more more milestones of a. Um, you want to make this interesting. Sixty year mm-hmm. anniversary is coming out the following year, so they have to do it this year. Yeah, I'll make it interesting. Because I got a fuck off fifty right here that All says right. it doesn't come out in twenty twenty three. All right, fifty bucks. All right, I'm in. All right, uh, what do I got? Premium cigars win a legal battle with the FDA. Huge news, by the way. Very very huge. People just 
brush that off like whatever because uh, it didn't affect anything. Um, <coughs> Matt Booth, you bastard. Thank you. <laughs> you mean you're okay? <laughs> Matt Booth sells room 101 to General Cigar. Um, that's the beginning of lots of things that are going on. Tune into Any my real value there. Not necessarily, but for what they're gonna, what they're about to do, you may. Uh, when we get to that episode uh, where I come up with uh, these conspiracy theories that I think are going to happen, Cuba right raises its prices to match Hong Kong and continue to raise, taking cigars into another level of pricing. Uh, this is going to go down historically of, of what has just happened. Uh, we'll see if it affects them and what happened. But right now, they're hotter than ever. People talking about Cuban cigars. Tobacco era William Ventura which is Adventura and Freud Cigars. Um, they had a fire sale. They, they had a fire sale. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> Their factory destroyed, and uh, it's a, uh, a at least two-year process to get back um, because everything has to be Anybody rebuilt. Anybody find out what the cause of the fire was? Electrical. Yeah, that's what I had heard. And uh, lots of electrical problems in the Dominican Republic anyway. So I had heard they were supposed to kill a breaker before they left that every night, and somebody hmm. didn't do it. But that's what I heard over here in New Hampshire. So <laughs> what, you walk by the breaker box, and it's kind of smoking, and that doesn't remind you to, oh, it it's overheating? It wasn't smoking yet. It wasn't smoking until like I mean, at some, at some point, it had to have started smoking, or why would they have the rule, kill the breaker? Yeah, because... Because we just turn light switches off here, and then we leave, and we yes. set the alarm. Well, you better start killing the breakers. Kill the breakers, too. <laughs> and here's, a, here's something I hope that never show, pops its head in again. Uh, this is also huge news that ended up happening, brushed off like it didn't matter. But New Zealand stops future cigar smokings to anyone mm. born after 2006. So if you, if you were born in 2007, you can buy cigars. But if you were born in two thousand before two thousand after two thousand six, which would be two thousand two thousand seven, so, so two thousand five, after two thousand six, no, no matter how old you become, you can never smoke cigars. You can mm. never buy cigars or smoke cigars. You've got to leave the country if you want a cigar. Yeah. Now, what happens if you get if you just get caught with a cigar? That you didn't buy in New Zealand. Pro- probably executed. Yeah. You, you, who knows what it could be. But it, it's not going to be good. It's no. not going to be good because New Zealand says so. And uh, they, they probably make you go work on a sheep farm for the rest of your life. Ugh, Do they have any other jobs in New Zealand? That'd be bad. <laughs> that was the only job. <laughs> That'd be bad. <laughs> they, they were the first country with plain packaging, and it's, it's spread to other places. So I'm concerned that this correct. is going to spread to other places. It's, correct. There's been talk of it in other places. Including there. California. <laughs> wow. Which is another country all that's right. into itself. That's right. So uh, that is it. That is it for the Cigar Authority today. And we will see you on Saturday where we'll have another big shoe. That's uh, Ed Sullivan. Not me, the other one. The other one. The, the, other, dead one. the less important one. Correct. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.